Stopping kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. I've been drowning too long to believe that the tide's going to turn. And I've been living too hard to believe things are going to get easier now. I'm still trying to shake off the pain from the lessons I've learned. And if I see Van Helsing, I swear to the Lord, I will slay him. Ah, 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 he'd take you from me, but I swear I won't let it be so. Ah, 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 blood will run down his face when he is decapitated. Ah, his head on my mantle is how I will let this world go. How much I love you. Die. 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 I can't. What's up? How we doing? Welcome to week Wait, three. Wait, is this not on video? I can make it on video. What's good? <laughs> Although, how do I do this? Good start. Good start, everybody. <laughs> Dude, we'll I could have called you guys. I could have called you guys on Zoom if it was. I've been driving in the car. Oh, that's all good. I like oh, seeing yeah. your face anyway. My bad. I don't have awesome. enough uh, juice from uh, internet or or signal to be on video. But what's going on, man? Yeah, how are we doing? We missed you this weekend, man. Oh, I missed you guys. I miss you guys staring at a dog that uh, vomits all the time was uh, not as exciting as it sounds, I gotta tell you. <laughs> yeah, how's Scoob doing? Good? He threw up again today, so not uh, not the best, but he's, I mean, he's fine. I think, I'm, I personally think it's just anxiety. Poor pup's an anxious guy. Yeah. You ever given him CBD? I try anything now, but I uh, haven't yet. I'm I'm all for it though. I think that should help. I think you're onto something. Maybe. He didn't seem that anxious, you know. Like when we when we're all over there. Yeah, it's when I leave and I've been gone a lot, so it's yeah. been tough. So it is your fault, man. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's always my fault, man. Senior, <laughs> which I'm literally coming from you in uh, Orlando Airport. Got a four-hour delay. I love it. Super miserable. At least, at least they didn't tell you like right when you got there, right? That that is true. That is true. They they told me while I was in the hotel, so that that made me a little bit more excited. <laughs> awesome. Well, Kareem, I saw that you had uh, joined the Zoom literally half a second after I started playing our beloved intro song. And I was like, I know he's going to start talking the second he comes on. So I don't want to like ruin another intro song because then I'd be 0 for 3 on the year. And then I would just have to give up because it'd be a strikeout. Um, so at least we're two and a half strikes in this year. So. The song now? What's that? You want to play the song now? Oh, no, I already played it. Good. Yeah. Hopefully, people can hear it this week because last week I was jamming by myself and nobody had any idea what I was doing. <laughs> so 
so it's perfect. Um, so, Kareem, did you just get out of class or something? Yeah, I, I was in Boulder, I, and then I Corey's Corey's mom lives in Boulder now, so I stopped by and like had dinner with her like for the first time in her place. So I had to kind of do the. Oh, what thing. a nice guy! Look at Seriously. you. Yeah, I know. Brownie points, man. <laughs> I I live five minutes down from my uh, in laws, and I've lived there for a year and a little bit, and uh, yeah, haven't done that once. So uh, yeah, you're you're putting me to shame here, kid. <laughs> Yeah, you have some catching up to do, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I might need to make that happen soon. I feel bad now. <laughs> let's start the, let's start some fantasy football talk though. Well, you know, we got assignments, so after two weeks, Cream, I'm starting with you. You gotta choose one player to sell high on, one player to buy low on. Who are you going with? So buy like buy low. I would honestly say, and I know Max has him, but I I think DeAndre Swift looks so good last week. Like, how are you going to – I know you're not really buying low on him, but I feel like he has the potential to be a top running back on a top offense. And he clearly separated himself last week. And I just think – I don't think people are valuing him like they should, like I'm I'm seeing him like outside the top 100 in some rankings still, and I think he's well within the top 100, and he could easily, if if he keeps going, be top 50. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I also like the fear is there for multiple reasons, right? Like for all the swift reasons prior to the season, but also I know it's gonna sound crazy, but they gave Kenneth Gainwell the keys to the kitchen last in week one, yeah. and. You just what the hell are they gonna do? Like, there's so much fear with Swift. Wait, did you just say keys to the kitchen? Sorry, yeah. Did you just say keys to the kitchen? <laughs> I missed that. I'm so glad you called that out. Jim. <laughs> you tried to slide that one okay, in there. Keep going. Trying, just, high security, man. High security. <laughs> yeah. Gotta lock the kids out, man. They come in, they fuck shit up, and they ruin cooking. It's a whole thing. <laughs> But yeah, that's a, good, that's a good call out. I see. I see what you're saying though. But like, what's his value right now? Like, what would you give up for him? I mean, I got to talk to Max. I feel like I, he probably is. Max a regular listener? Yes. Oh fuck. Well, I guess I got. Um, yeah, I would probably give him fourth. No, just kidding. I think I, I honestly think a fair like a fair deal for Swift would be like a maybe a low second or a future second. He's gonna want. He's gonna want a player though too. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. I think like Damian Pierce. I'm not sure. I would rather. I, I mean, I'm not. I don't know who I would rather have, Damian Pierce or DeAndre Swift. If if you're yeah, I was at, gonna say. I mean, he's a buy low candidate as well. That's a, was, that's a tough deal right there. Damian I mean, Pierce, Pierce is, is my buy low guy. Is he? Let's yeah. <laughs> Max, let's see if are, Max, we, are we gonna get our first trade on the pod right here? Yeah, no, Max. I if you want to trade me DeAndre Swift for Damian Pierce, put it in the app, baby. We might have we might have to cook it up. That makes sense for Max too. Like you get the younger player in an offense that will be, you know, will be getting better. So if Max wants to plan for the future, there we go. There we go. All right, Jim, who you got? Who's a buy-low candidate for you this year? 
after two weeks, right? I, I feel like I feel like I just have to pick on Andy for the reason <laughs> that like inevitably everyone on his team is gonna get hurt. <laughs> so I feel like I've I I mean Jamar Chase is never a buy low, right? I think he's kind of demonstrated <laughs> that that's the case, but he's still my candidate because it's like Burrow is toast this year. Like what is the, what is going on with Burrow? So. I don't know if you can get Jamar Chase low, but uh, yeah, just pitch on Andy. That's going to be where I go with it. He's not worth a lot right now, so I think he should uh, be dealt. And Andy's should be in tank tank mode anyways, given his uh, lineup of people he's playing against before all the bye weeks. And as soon as the bye weeks come, the guy doesn't have a roster. He He could be one in five at the end of six weeks. Guys, I want to welcome. I want to welcome Nova to the podcast. What's up, pup? Oh, <laughs> puppy dog. Yeah, my candidate was Damian Pierce um, as a buy low candidate because he's had such a bad start, and I kind of like hitched my i I latched onto him last year. Don't want to give up on him, and they've got the O line injuries, and I just feel yeah. like O line comes back, and he might turn it around a little bit, but he is a little too one-dimensional. He doesn't catch passes. He's not out in the field that often, so I think he's under 50% the first two weeks in terms of uh, snap percentage. Um, But he'll have his games, so that's my buy low. But for sell high is uh, another guy in your team, Kareem. It's uh, Puka Nakua. You gotta sell. Oh, you're just saying that because you want him. (laughs) (laughs) Sell them for free for me. I mean, guys, I don't want to toot my own horn too much, but could this be the best last? <laughs> could this be the best last round pick of a draft ever? That's a Possibly. very good question. Possibly. I mean, I mean, even even after two weeks, I mean, he's probably have more points than anyone else picked in the last round outside of defense and kicker. Date. I mean, I. I I'd throw that hot take out in two weeks. I mean, this dude got 35, he has 25 receptions. It's absurd. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. Like, you just know it's going to fall off when Cooper Cup comes back. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I, if I actually, it comes back. Yeah, I know. Right? right? Like fucking weird ass hamstring injury. Nerves. Um, my, my, I actually have. And I, I'm gonna stick to my own team here, but I think James Cook. I, I don't. I, I honestly like. I'm so sick of seeing him march them all the way down the field, and then his upside is just capped because they put Harris or Latavius Murray. How is Latavius Murray still oh, getting touchdowns in the league? But yeah, James Cook might rush for two touchdowns this year, maybe. If I'm he's right. he's the guy in between the twenties. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, I mean, if he scores a touchdown, it's gonna it's got to be a forty-five yard touchdown because <laughs> if it gets close, he's not. It's not him. It's not the guy. Yeah. So he's available if anyone wants him. Got you. Got you. All right, Jim. Who's your who's your um sell high guy? That's what it was. I again, I got to pick on Andy because his team's <laughs> gonna fall apart, and he should be thinking for the future. I I got Gibbs. I mean. He hasn't scored the point, but I think anyone that's watched any of the games kind of can see that 
the guy's got talent. I mean, yeah. I hate to, to boost Andy's ego any more than it already is, but I mean, they, they're tapping him. They got the governor on him. And, and when they let it go, the guy's going to be pretty fucking good. Yeah. I, I think you touched on something that I mentioned in the first episode, which is like, are we sure that Swift wasn't the problem? And it was just like the offensive scheme and the situations they put him in. And Swift had that big game, and now Gibbs looks the part. Like, every time he touches the ball, he looks electric. And they're just like, ah, we're going to give it to Craig Reynolds or Ryan Reynolds, whatever the fuck the guy's name is instead. It just makes no sense. So, yeah, I I don't know what's going on with Detroit, but Gibbs does look the part. So, Andy, uh, sell Jamar Chase for pennies on the dollar and then make up all those pennies when you trade Jameer Gibbs. Boom, playoffs. Exactly. Exactly. And just keep – trying to capture first round picks because it worked so well for you this year. So, so definitely that's the way to go. In. <laughs> can I, can I give a bonus sell high? Yeah. Labar, you have to sell high on Michael and Mike Evans, man. Please, like, please. Good call. Good call. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. How many yards he had last week? Like with Baker bombing the bottom, 180. Something. Let's see. Labar, where are you? Mike Evans, one seven. Yeah, he's currently. My phone's not working. That's ideal. Um, wide receiver four, six overall in fantasy. Look, look at who he's played, man. He's played the Bears and the Vikings. Terrible yeah. defense. So, like, if I'm Labar and I, I can get top twenty wide receiver value for Evans. I'm doing it, especially because you can keep him. What's uh what's top wide receiver what's top twenty wide receiver value? I mean Drake London. Ooh, and Jim's not gonna trade him. <laughs> touch him with a ten foot pole. <laughs> at least at least not for the garbage you're offering, man. I mean I I won't air out trade offers, but come on. Air it out. I don't care. No shame. <laughs> no shame because everyone gets the, the same bid. Yeah. yeah, no, it's all good. I can't even remember what it is. I just remember laughing and just clicking down if you guys think it's better. Neither. I'm pretty sure you're getting James has been pretty sad for his lack of his lack of trading recently. It's killing me. It's killing me inside. I feel like everybody's players are the best players in the world, and I guess I'm no different. So <laughs> we're all feeling well. I, I mean, I'm curious your your perspective on this uh, as a as a group. I mean, fantasy's been a little bit tough this year. I maybe I'm imagining it, but uh, you know, looking at the scores and and it seems like 150 is is really really good, which it always is, right? If you can score more than 135, generally you're kind of expected to have the win. But like, it hasn't been a lot of points this year. No, like, what's been the highest performance this year? No one's come close to 200. No. Uh, let's see. 175 from Phil last week. Yeah. And then week one, no one came close to that, I don't think. Because Chris had 161. Yeah. I mean, the scoring is definitely down across the league. And week, one was, week one was bad. Last week wasn't too bad. We had 160, 144, 168, 145, 153, 175. Like, those are – Week two was a little bit more in the right direction, but week okay, two was, okay, week, yeah. week one was brutal. Yeah. And, I mean, week one was so brutal that the Dallas Cowboys 
Were, were they the highest score? Like that's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I, with like two defensive teams. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 fun. Steelers yeah. D two. Thanks, Kareem. You made me feel better about Anthony Richardson not playing past the second drive. So that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Let's get to this week's matchups here because we got some action tonight. I don't know what the score is, but I'm pretty sure the Niners are winning. Uh, yeah, 12 to 23 or 23 to 12, whatever you want to say. Um, our the first one we've got here is Fournier versus Tim. Um, fun matchup here. Fournier's one and one. Tim's off to a rough start, own two. We got Allen versus Fields at the QB position. Kenneth Walker versus Miles Sanders. Khalil Herbert versus the man who can't be traded, Kyron Williams. Uh, Hollywood Brown versus DJ Moore. T. Higgins versus Zay Flowers. Robert Woods versus Jerry Judy. Uh, the Shitty Pitts versus Darren Waller. And then in the flex, Kendra Miller versus Rashad White. I feel like Tim should pull this one out. Yeah. I mean, you would think, think- so. I think so as well, but I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is Kyle Pitts' week. I think that they finally force feed him, and he'll get like 22 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> That's an incredible prediction. Oh man, yeah, Fournier's team is not very good, especially like there's nothing on his bench. I mean, I. I I uh, out hurts. I, I didn't see that. So, uh, yeah. But I mean, like, not having Ayuk in the lineup could be detrimental to the whole squad, right? I mean, he does have JT on IR. So, like, if his guys get healthy, his team all of a sudden seems pretty stacked. But I mean, the, yeah. Yeah. Are we excited about Khalil Herbert? I'm not a Hollywood Brown fan. No. Um, Bobby no. Trees, Kendry Miller. Guy still in the lead. Yeah, man. What did he do? He had uh, 10 targets and 9 targets so far this year. The Texans are like, okay, CJ Stroud, throw it every play. I mean, I guess he's the only wide receiver in Houston, so yeah, that makes sense. They're playing from behind, too. Well, actually, I'm going to have to correct you there, sir, because Nico Collins is like a top five wide receiver this year. And Tank Dell had his coming out party last week. So maybe Stroud can just like produce for three wide receivers for the whole year. But I don't know. I was to say, looking at Collins, 11 targets, nine targets. Yeah, he's just swinging it. You're right. I don't, I don't think the Texans are going to be close in any game. So it could be a good fantasy script for them. But we'll see. We'll see. Do you guys think uh, Fields is going to have a good week this week against the Chiefs? <laughs> Dude, no, yeah. Chiefs defense is like the best it's ever been. I know. Chris Jones is the real deal. So, yeah. and the Bears offense has been the worst it's ever been. I'm so bad. Do you see the? Do you see the clip of uh, Fields hugging like the offensive coordinator or something and waving to the camera today at practice? <laughs> no, we don't. We don't hate each other. We just got in a fight. Everything's okay. When we're 0-3, we'll kill each other, but everything's great. <laughs> so we need some predictions here. Right now, Tim's up 16 to nothing because he's got Waller and this moody guy, the kicker for the Giants. Um, 
He's up 16 to nothing. He's projected for 126. Fournier's projected for 117. Jim, prediction, who wins? Give us a score. Oh, I can't go against Tim. I mean, I was I was Team Tim all last year, and uh, I think he finally gets his first W. I think he's had some bad luck. Hopefully, he looks at his team and realizes Justin Fields isn't the answer, and he puts <laughs> anyone else in. And uh, I think he'll he'll have a shot here because I I just think Warner's team is really bad. There you go. So I guess prediction would be 116 to 110. It could be real low. Ooh, low scoring affair. All right, Kareem, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, especially because there's like a, a tropical storm happening with Josh Allen, which yeah. I think hurts Fournier a bit. Um, I think it's Tim 130 to to 100. There you go. All right, I'm I'm thinking Tim too. Um, I'm gonna say 125 to 114. So let's go on to the next one here. Who do we got? Let's see. We got ooh Andy versus Max. This, <laughs> oh, is, yeah. this would be a, oh wow, Kittle's actually having a good day. Um, this could be the upset of the century if Max defeats Andy. Andy's heart might just be ripped out. Uh, but we'll go through it. Andy's got Herbert. Max has got Tua. You know, it's kind of a wash there. Uh, Gibbs versus Brees Hall. We don't know what Brees is really going to do. Then Jerome Ford versus DeAndre Swift. JSN versus Traylon Burks. Christian Watson versus Kendrick Bourne. Pickens versus Josh Reynolds. Goddard versus Kittle. And then Jamar versus A.J. Dillon in the flex. So, I mean, Kittle's already got – there's – Fourth quarter, there's about 11 minutes left. Kittle's got six for 82, so he's got 14.2 points. Um, this game's far from over. Kittle could easily get into the 20s, uh, which would catapult Max a little bit closer, but he's projected to lose 137 to 113 right now. Uh, Kareem, what are you thinking? I think the nightmare season for Andy continues. I think <laughs> I think Max has some good matchups this week, man. Um with with Tua against a shitty Broncos D that everyone overrates, and then uh, yep. DeAndre Swift against the Bucks, who aren't very good against the run. So I got Max one forty to one thirty nine. Ooh, barn burner! I love it. Heartbreak love season, it. Andy. I I gotta I gotta jump on that that bandwagon as well, and I I think you're you're right in the uh, the matchups. I just look at Max's team and think like, yeah, I mean, not all that great, but I feel like this is the week where all of a sudden, for some reason, everyone on his team scores a touchdown. You know what I mean? And he ends up putting up 150 to 160. Andy has one of his better weeks and maybe puts up 140 and still loses. And then the nightmare continues and he's just going to be so upset because he finally scored points and <laughs> this is amazing. I'm going to continue the Andy heartbreak train. I'm going to change it up a little bit. I do think he's going to win this week. I think he's going to drop about 132. Max is going to be about 119. Um, but I think this is going to get Andy excited just so his heart gets ripped out when he loses the next three after this week and moves to one and five still. So 
we're all really high on you, Andy. We do love you, but um, yeah, don't talk all that shit because then it just comes back and bites you in the ass. That's all fantasy is. It's bad karma coming back at you. Uh, <laughs> the, the next matchup is uh, it's a battle of the horses. Oh wow, we've got defending champion Phil versus you know potentially league favorite, depending on who you're talking to, and Chris. Both guys are two and zero. Uh, a lot of this matchup will hinge on Burrow and his health and whether he plays and if he plays, how efficient he is. But um, we got Burrow versus Hertz. This is such a heavy hitter matchup. This is amazing. Pollard versus Bijan. Uh, James Conner versus Ramondre. Justin Jefferson versus CeeDee Lamb. Tyreek versus Garrett Wilson. Tutu Atwell versus Terry McLaurin. Another reason why you should sell high in Puka. Tutu's not going anywhere. Um, Mark Andrews versus Travis Kelsey. And then right now, Chris has Montgomery in the flex versus Algier for Phil. But I imagine Chris is going to put either Roshan or Warren or some one of his other guys here in that flex spot. So uh, Phil's projected 150 to 147 for Chris. I think we're just in the midst of like a build domination year. I think Phil's going to win this week, uh, 162 to 159. I think it's going to be close. It's going to be high scoring. I think Phil's going to pull it off. Jim, what are you thinking? I'm thinking Chris will win because I think Burrow will, will have to play. I agree. I think it's going to all come down to Burrow, but just kind of looking at the matchup, it's, it's pretty even. But I think where it'll actually separate, I think I think you stay Montgomery, and I think uh, Atlanta will play well, and Montgomery will get on the field for his pass blocking, and we'll get weird ass touchdowns. And then uh, looking at Garrett Wilson against New England, I, I think Gonzalez is is coming into his own, and they're going to blanket him and just take away Wilson. And I think it'll be Brees Hall's day. I don't I don't think the pass will win, but I think Wilson will have a tough day. Oh, I think the Pats are going to beat the Jets. Yeah, I, got, I bet on the Pats this week, guys. Um, yeah. Good. I, dude, I think this is going to be like a one – it's going to be a 150 to 155. I think – actually, I, I give the slight edge to Chris. I just think, you know, Phil's got the tough matchups. Again, McLaurin in a, in a monsoon. Wilson ah, with Gonzalez locked up. You know, that's tough. Ramondre against the Jets is tough. And I th- I just think Chris with like Pollard against Arizona, he's got to find another quarterback because I don't think Burrow's playing this week. But yeah, there's there's a little bit to like there. Andrews against the Colts. That's going to be another uh, hurricane or monsoon one. Oh, uh, yeah. The Ravens, Colts. Yeah, they're going to get rough. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But Andrews could, you know, is kind of a short, like a target that's a little shorter depth of tar- depth of target. So that yeah. might not hurt him as much as someone like McLaurin. I got you on that. I will right, we'll go to the next one. It's uh, the battle, of the basement battle between Mike List and myself. Uh, he's projected one thirty-two. I'm projected one twenty-six. Quarterbacks, we got Richardson versus Lamar. Hopefully Richardson plays. If he doesn't, uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Javante versus Derrick Henry. Brian Robinson versus ETN. DK versus DeAndre. Diggs versus Pittman. 
Godwin versus Romeo Dubes, Zach Ertz versus Njoku, and then I got Josh Kelly versus Pacheco in the flex. It's a weird matchup. So like our rosters are weird. Um, like they could be good or they could just be absolutely terrible. But Green, what are you thinking here? I like your team this week, man. I think again, it's it's just like you got you got some guys who have underperformed so far. Like Javante's been getting a lot of touches, but it hasn't really gone off. DK, like you got you got these guys who I think will have will be ready to kind of burst out a bit um more than Mike's team. So I got you one one thirty five to one fifteen. I like that. Jim, what are you thinking? I love it. I, you know, I, I feel the same way. And, and looking at uh, Derrick Henry's matchup in Cleveland, I mean, Cleveland's D looks pretty good. And good. they'll obviously force feed him. I mean, Henry had a monster day last year or last week, I should have last year. But uh, I don't think I don't think it's going to gonna happen on that side. And seeing on the line from the website Chris made, as Derrick Henry goes, so does Lissy. And I, I don't think this is his week, so. I think you're gonna take this one, man. Take it. Um, you know, gotta gotta have faith in in my boys here. If Richardson doesn't play, I don't know. I'm gonna have to like pick up Kenny Pickett or something, which is <laughs> terrible. Um, but all things considered, I hope he plays. And if he plays, at least him and Lamar are both gonna be playing in shitty weather, so they kind of neutralize each other and they play in similar styles. Speaking on that, juicy. Um. They asked Lamar Jackson how he felt about Richardson comparing his game style yes. to Lamar. And Lamar was like, I'm 26. I'm not that old. <laughs> yeah, that yeah was- it's crazy that he's still 26, you know? It really is. He, yeah. He's incredible. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna flip the projections. I'm gonna say 131 to 127. My boys squeak it out. Um, who do we got next? We've got Jim versus Labar. This is a fun one. Jim's 2-0. Labar's 1-1. Came in hot in week one with a victory over Andy. Uh, Couldn't pull it out last week versus Pat, but we've got uh, Mahomes versus Lawrence. Josh Jacobs versus Aaron Jones. Raheem Mostert versus Madison. Sutton versus Kirk. Drake London versus Mike Evans. A good old... Was it the sell high guy for Drake London? And then we got Mike Williams versus Michael Thomas, Battle of the Mikes. Uh, Hawkinson versus Laporta. And then A.J. Brown versus Mixon. So this is going to be interesting. Jimbo's projected to win by about 15 right now. He's got just over nine points from Niners D. There's about six minutes left in the game now. They're up by 14. So could be a chance for the Giants to score another touchdown and bring that down or for the Niners to get a, a couple sacks, strip sack, interception, whatever. Um, so it could go either way there for the defense, but uh, Kareem, what are you thinking on this one? I actually think this is my lock of the week. I, I, I see Jim as having an edge at literally every position. Nice. Lock of the week. Lock it in. I, I, I think one, one fifty to 100. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I would love to kind of see that. I think it'll be closer. I, I can't do the, the reverse change as much as I'd love to say, LeVar, I, I do agree. I think that uh, I'll take this one a little bit 
a little bit comfortably, but maybe not as much as uh, you predict there. But I will say this. If Labar beats me, I think that that is the battle for the lower seed, the, the sixth or seventh seed in the playoffs. That if, if he can eat out a win here, it'll kind of come down to this kind of matchup at the end. I think I did a decent team, but I think I've gotten pretty lucky in the first two weeks with some Ws, and it could make for a little bit tougher uh, 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 matchups down the road. So I actually think this one is an important week to win. I think I agree. I think it's a big week for you because if you win, you're guaranteed to be second um, unless you score more points than Phil or Chris. But um, I think we're yeah. we're seeing the early signs of it, like being Phil and Chris and then a race for the next five seeds to see who can get into the playoffs, especially because Andy came in as a favorite and Owen two is tough to come back from. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens there. So I do think it's a big week. I think you're going to win. I think it's going to be closer than what Kareem's saying here. I think it's going to be 127 to 119. I'm thinking it's going to be a little low, although I don't know because I think A.J. Brown's going to go off. But we'll see what happens. That's my that's my prediction. It's my terrible prediction. Um, and then we'll go we'll go to you, Kareem, next. We've got you versus Mike Stasitis. This is the closest projected score. Going into the week, you are projected for 121.74, and he's projected for 122.17. So kind of a fun matchup here. Um, both of you guys are one and one. He's got Stafford over there in the lineup for the first time this year. I, I think it's his third starting quarterback. I forget who he started week one, but he had Jordan Love last week, and I think Stafford's a sneaky good pick. Um, I guess you're rolling with Andy Dalton. Is that is that actually going to happen? I don't know, man. It's either him or Gino, and I feel like the Seahawks' defense is way worse than the Panthers, so I still got to decide. But I like the Red Rocket. I feel like he provides an intimidation mental edge. I did not realize that you had Andy Dalton in that starting spot. I just opened it up, and I was like, oh, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> the, the, quarterbacks, the quarterbacks on waivers in James, I know you got the Richardson injury. It's not pretty out there, man, this week. Like, I kind of want to go with Sam Howell, but he's playing in a fucking hurricane. So, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, going on the rest of the lineup, you got Damian Pierce. We've already touched on quite a bit. He's got Gus Edwards. Uh, then you got James Cook. He's got Gibson. Without Eckler, man, those those RBs look tough. Um, this, is, this is where the matchup gets fun, though. Um, Waddle versus Devontae. Ridley versus Amon Ra. Uh it would typically be Nakua versus Devontae, but he's got Devontae in his flex because he plays Monday night. So it's Nakua versus Tony, Kincaid versus Friermuth, and then Zach Moss, that asshole, versus Devontae. Um, this is going to be a fun one, Jimbo. What are you, what are you thinking here? I'm actually thinking uh, Staz loses. I know you usually go with the winner, so I, I tried to be dramatic there. Uh, <laughs> I think for for some reason – as much as it's tough with the quarterback, I don't think you can go wrong with either of them, which I, I can't believe I'm saying that with Andy Dalton projected at 13 and Gino at 18. But for some reason, I think you're just going to make the right pick on that. And then the rest of it's fairly even in my mind. I think you got the advantage in the running backs, and I think that's going to be the difference. Agreed. I think the, the wide receivers, although are, are stacked, I think – 
you got some good wide receivers as well, Kareem. And as much as we've given you shit for, for tanking, I think your team is, uh, has a boomer bust mentality of, you know, either put up a lot or it'll put up less than a hundred. And, and I'm fortunate that it was less than a hundred against me because I, I think you put up a good amount of points this week. And it dropped 160 on my ass last week. And that's with Waddle not really having a good year. Um, and last week, Ridley didn't have a good week. So, and you didn't play Puka Nakua last week. So, I don't even understand how you got 160 outside <laughs> of your defense and Zach Moss. This but, also sucked. <laughs> yeah. It made, hey, have to go back to the film. Yeah. Well, what do yeah. we got for a score, Jim? Oh, goodness. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, 130 to 118 for Ian. I think I think Mike has another tough week and, and doesn't break 120. And he's he's gonna be real upset and try to try to spend some money on the, the waiver wire here. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think you nailed it when you said the difference was gonna be the running backs because even though Pierce has had a rough go at it, um he'll get it he'll get touches. What he does with them is a different story, but like Gus Edwards and Antonio Gibson just seem so limited. And if James Cook has just another type of game where he's had, he'll be double digits and he could easily eclipse 20 points. And right there, that gives you the edge, all things considered, from the RB position. Um, I'm a little concerned with Waddle, but at the same time, not really. Like, for him not to have a boom game yet is something. But I, I guess... I'm already talking myself out of that statement because he could just blow up for like 50 points this week. Like the Chargers game was all Tyreek and the Pats game. The Pats will always be a unique defensive game plan against the Dolphins and shit. And so like, I think if Waddle has a below average or below than average performance this week against Denver, or if he plays, apparently he's hurt, then I'd be a little concerned. I was just saying, yeah. The, the concussion, I'm, I'm kind of curious. What, what are you thinking on that one, Kareem? I think I, I don't think he goes this week, honestly, but I do have Lockett who can pop yeah. in there. So that's that's kind of a a nice a nice guy to to sub in. I don't think I lose that much there. No, that's some pretty solid depth there. So I, I would say I think Kareem's going to win. I think it's going to be 140 to 137. I think it's going to be another close one. I think both of you guys are going to score some points. I just don't think much of it's going to come from the RB position. Um, so that all. Hey, dumb, dumb question. Can you put the su- suspended players in the IR? No, they don't let you. Uh, some, something to think about in the, the offseason here. I think you should be able to. Yeah. I like that. Yes. Give us more flexibility. Yeah. Kareem, what, what's your prediction here? Are you going to predict? I think I, I, I don't know, man. I have a bad feeling about this week. I. I think if if uh, I think it all depends on if Amon is healthy because if he goes against the Falcons, I think he has a very big game. Like might and that that could put it out of reach for me. Yeah, but we'll see. Hopefully, I can. I, I would go Mike in a low scoring like one twenty five to one twenty game. Okay, that brings us to our last matchup, which is another battle of one and ones. It's Pat versus Brendan. Uh, this is, this one has some significant action so far in Thursday night, but you know, quarterbacks we got Dak versus Kirk Cousins. I think there's a massive advantage there for Kirk Cousins because they're playing the Chargers, and Cousins is 
a pretty good fantasy quarterback. But then we got McCaffrey versus Chuba Hubbard, which is funny. So, um, let's go. Let's go back to Cousins real quick. And I know we're pushing the the hour mark, but I still got to ask. Yeah. yeah. If if Minnesota loses, do they trade Cousins to the Jets? Is this picking up steam? Is this going to happen? I would. I think that's a great idea for both teams. I agree. Right? I agree. I the mean, mine almost takes for Caleb. It almost makes too much sense, truly. Yeah. Cousins yeah. on a last year of his contract, he can go and, you know, perform well in New York and have one more chance to get a fat contract before he retires. And the Jets could stay relevant while they're in their Super Bowl window. And the Vikings, who don't have a good team, can just say, all right, take it for Caleb. We're going to build around Caleb. And Justin Jefferson, who is like twenty-two, so uh, I think it's a I think it's a great trade for both teams. As much as I don't want the Jets to succeed, kind of want to see it happen. Yeah, it would be fun. It would be fun. I, I will say, and then I'll, I'll let you get back to the matchup. It would be an absolutely ridiculous NFL story if they made that giant trade and then something happened to Kirk Cousins and he got hurt in like the third play as well, like. I don't wish anyone gets hurt on the field, but I have to say it would be – you'd have to start talking about curses with the Jets if some shit like that happens. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I mean, if that happens, the script is real, without a doubt. The script is real, and the NFL just only wants New York teams to lose outside of random runs from the Giants because it makes them more money. I, I don't uh, um, But anyways – We'll move on to Brita versus Najee Harris. I feel like Najee Harris might be the worst running back in the NFL. <laughs> he's so he's so bad. And I don't want him to be bad. Last year, I was all up in him about how terrible he was, and I thought he was going to be terrible, and he wasn't that good, but sometimes he looked okay. He looks like he has wooden legs. It just It's terrible. Anyway, uh, wide receiver matchups get fun, and this one just like – Kareem and Staz's matchup. We've got Jordan Addison, who is a sneaky cool one to, to watch, versus Keenan Allen. We've got Chris Olave versus Nico Collins. we got Debo versus Gabe Davis. Debo currently has 27 points. That Oh, wow, he just got a touchdown. That's cool. Um, Evan Ingram versus Jake Ferguson. That is an incredibly lame tight end matchup, but so is every tight end matchup. Um, and then we got Cooper versus Brandon Cooks. If Cooks plays, he might be okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, Brendan right now is projected to win one thirty-five to one twenty-five, and that's with McCaffrey dropping twenty-four point seven points right now. So I kind of. But feel Brendan like doesn't have a kicker right now. Brent, yeah, Brendan doesn't have a kicker, so it's kind of like it's a fifty-fifty wash right now from a projection standpoint. Um, <laughs> Who is Brendan hanging on to to not have to? <laughs> is he he's waiting on to I was just looking at that. Like it's either like, I it's... cannot drop Chris Evans to pick up a kicker. <laughs> that's, that's what I was looking at. I was like, really? Evans? Is that your guy? Well, he, he does this every week, and I'm glad you brought it up because I want to talk about it. But like he does it every week. He just doesn't pick up a kicker, or I'm surprised he actually has a defense already. It's early for him. We haven't made it to Friday yet, and he has a defense in his lineup. But he does it every week. He just – it's his strategy. And considering his historic record, it's actually – it must work. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm, 
I mean, Pierre Strong is historically a practice squad team member for the Patriots. Like, that's you be a few guys. Like, what are, that's your guy. That's your guy. <laughs> you never know, man. Yeah. You never know. I was going to pick Pat, and then I scroll back up and realize that he has Chuba Hubbard in his lineup. So I think I'm going to go with Brendan. Although I don't know who's better, Chuba Hubbard or Najee Harris. Um, I'm going to say Brendan 129 to 120. Jim, what are you thinking? I'm, I'm taking Patty. I, I, I think Pat almost makes the playoffs this year. And I think he needs this game to to get there. And I'm an Addison fan. I think uh, I think you're right. I think Hubbard and, and Harris are a wash. I think Dak is horrible. But then you look at Addison and Olavi, and, and obviously having the foresight of seeing Debo with 27 points. I, I think he's going to eke it out, and and it's going to be like 136, 132. That is. Okay. Green, what are you thinking? Let me let me just bef- before I give my pick here. These are the two members of the back row that I would most like to see join the front row. Let's go. You know Sorry, actually, I shouldn't say that with Jim on the call. Wow. Wow. You have to work they, for they, they it a little longer. more, man. They, they, you don't, they've you suffered don't... more. I get it. I get it. Like these guys have been grinding for 20 years, man, and never, never like get arrogant like Andy. They just like put the work in. And I, I know Brendan made it to the championship um, against me once. And I just, I would love to see them get over the top. This week, I think it's a patty week. Like the Debo game really swings that for me. Um, Yeah. You know, twenty-seven, and also the touchdown from Breda that gets you off to a nice little lead. And I think he holds on. Um, yeah, say one thirty to one twenty-five. Okay. Can we talk about Chris Olave for a minute? Um, real, quick. I think he's one of the most talented wide receivers out there. He's young. I think he's he's the dude. I love him, but. I feel like he hasn't broken out yet. Like he had, and I'm going back to last year, I'm looking at it, right? So he had 25 points in week three, 25 points in week 11. Outside of that, he went over 15 points one time. Yeah, I think a lot of that is touchdown variance. Yeah. Like he only had four touchdowns last year and he doesn't pro, you know, in this year he has 100 yards per game almost and hasn't found the end zone. So I don't know. You got to think he gets that breakout soon, right? I, you would think so. Um, His snap percentage was pretty low last year. I mean, there were only a handful of games where he played more than 70% of the snaps. So yeah. I, I feel like they were really limiting him towards the end of the year because he, you know, had his brain turned into mush in the, in the midseason. So I, I think this is his year. But at the same time, like Thomas showed up play this year so i don't know if they'll continue to have those double digit targets but he's already at 79 and 78 percent snaps so if he can stay healthy and and not get a dirty hit and smash his brain in i, I think uh i think this might be his year 
a matter of time before he booms. I I I agree. Like I I love Olave. I was just waiting for that that boom. Like we saw. Yeah, I was surprised by that. Honestly, I was surprised he hasn't had a thirty point game yet. Yeah, and I, it's all touchdown reliant. But like he he's getting targets. He's getting yards. Yeah. It's interesting that someone who has – I think he led the league or was at the top of the league in air yards last year. For someone to have that in their pocket and not have more touchdowns is interesting because usually you get big plays, you gain big chunks of yardage, you tend to get into the end zone on those big plays. So you kind of feel like maybe that's going to happen now. Um, yeah, I'm, I hope it happens. I'm excited for it to happen. It's just – Interesting to think about. Right on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's the that's the preview for next week. There was um one other thing here. I was watch, I was watching the game earlier, Niners Giants, and they did uh, Giants kicked the ball off. Easy touchback, and McLeod or whoever his name is was on the return, and he caught it. You could just see how pissed off he was that it was another touchback. Like, oh, cool. I'm catching the ball eight yards back into the end zone. I'm going to get my ass chewed out if I try and take this out. But all I want to do is run the ball out. Yeah. I I know the NFL did this thing where they're all like, oh, we're going to move it to the 25, uh, produce more scoring, but also we're going to frame it as player safety because a lot of the injuries take place during special teams plays with kick returns, barters, everybody's running so fast, full steam ahead, blah, 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 blah. I would love to see the numbers behind injuries before that rule change and injuries after that rule change, because I do not believe that they made that rule change for any sort of player safety angle. It just reminds me of the whole, like, we're going to fix concussions by adding more padding into the helmets. Like, <laughs> no, you don't need new technology with the helmets. You just need to make actual changes with the game to make it safer. And I don't know. It just pissed me off. You could tell that McLeod was pissed off. And I just, I missed the days of like Devin Hester's and shit, like having big plays. And it, like, who was the guy well, on the Chiefs? Factor, Dante Hall. He was so cheap. Yes. That's exactly what I was Dude, there's so many cool ways they could reimagine it. So it's not like people just getting injured every time. Like, imagine if they just did a gauntlet where like it was one on one. Now we're talking. One-on-one, one, and then, like, if you get by the first guy, then you get – but you there's another – you know what I mean? Like, like be creative, man. Sick of this. Actually find ways to make it more exciting instead of, like, reducing the amount of exciting opportunities, right? Because, like, kick returns yeah, are fun. Even when they do kick it off, I don't want to watch that shit. They just get tackled on the 20 every time. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Because they well, and, and I think you'll start seeing the new rule with the uh, the fair catch now. I mean that that's a direct kind of rule change in Belichick trying to take advantage of like, okay, I'll just have my kicker pop it up and have it land on the one, and we'll have kickoff, right. and like you yeah. won't be able to take a knee. And you know they're getting tackled at the twenty, and now they're like, oh, you can fair catch it. Like at this point, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I don't know what the averages are on, on punt returns, but I'm, I'm willing to bet it's less than 25 yards. So the stats kind of show just every time. So I, I think you're right. And the idea of having a gauntlet, I'm sitting here in the airport smiling 
from cheek to cheek. I'm like, that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would be so cool. Like, if you want to make it more entertaining, make it more entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, good yeah. luck try, trying Good luck trying to tackle Tyreek Hill one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like the Madden, uh, the games where you got, like, Jamal Lewis running against one linebacker. <laughs> You're just like, oh, I'm going to plow through you and then run for an 80-yard touchdown every time. Yeah. Yeah, like, well, you know, I think of these these video games that like you get by one guy and now you have to go by two, and like what you're talking Kareem, and it's like, yeah, all right, let him start at the goal line, place the ball at the ten, place one defender at the thirty, and make him have to run and pick up the ball and beat that one guy. And as soon as there is a contact or something, two guys from the fifty get to try to tackle him again. And as soon as that, you know, he passes the forty, you get five more. You know what I mean, like. American Gladiator style or something yeah. like that. I, I think you're onto something here. Yeah. I know. I know. You're like, I know, that's a good fucking idea. What, what do you mean? Yeah. Uh, so good. But yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, kickoffs don't get completely eliminated. But as long as it's entertaining, that's all here's, I care about. Here's my random ask. thought of the this open session here. So, for some reason, I'm 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 the idiot that uh, forgot that football starts on Sundays. I don't know. I'm a moron, and I've scheduled travel on both Sundays, so I actually haven't got to sit down and watch football all day on a Sunday yet this season. And this will be the first time this weekend. So, man, I'm fucking looking forward to. It. I'm I'm gonna have to make some goddamn chicken wings because football's yeah. back, baby. Yeah, make it yeah. Eat fucking chicken wings and sit on that couch with your pups and your woman and just relax. Be like, sorry, D, we're watching football all day. All I've, goddamn day. <laughs> I've found that, like, you know, after the one o'clock games, if you just, like, can go do something for a little bit, it's nice. Because it's, like, a nice little re- – because, dude, I'll be real, man. I can't do that shit for nine, ten hours without feeling terrible about myself. <laughs> but if you give it like an hour break, you're good. Oh yeah, I I've found that uh, for both the mental check, like like you just said, but also like, okay, D, like I I won't just be a fucking bum all Sunday. Like yeah. I'll, I'll take the dogs for a walk, or like you said, like get out and literally move my ass and print from the couch and try to be active. Cause like my muscles felt like I'm old, right? Like it's like sitting on a plane, my muscles act up and yeah, man. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. In in the spirit of, uh, you know, being a lump on a log and feeling like crap, I want to give you a shout out Kareem for getting people to play football this past weekend. That was fun, right? I'm pretty confident that if you weren't there leading the train, nobody would have played football. <laughs> that turned out to be fun because it turned, it started with like, Four people being like, ah, let's throw the football around. Ah, 2v2. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, 4v4, everybody get riled up. Let's go. First one to three wins. And it was it was a fucking blast. Kevin's drying up like fullback dive place. <laughs> to Labar, the fullback dive play to Labar. I forgot about that. That was awesome. Like, I don't know. What, what do I may tackle you? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, James, you, you may, may have been MVP, man. You had like five interceptions. We didn't win. No MVP because we didn't win. Yeah. Including the one where Labar drove 
their team all the way down the field, and then Max subbed him out and threw a pick right to you on the next play. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Lavar was actually sad. Like, his feelings were hurt. And for, like, 10 seconds, he was like, really? You're going to do this? You're just going to take it from me when I drove us down the field? And for a moment, I was like, I think this might be part of the play. And then Lavar just came running in to, like, all right, we're going to do this. And Mike Max didn't hike the ball. And I was like, oh, no, this was none of this was planned. He's actually upset. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. All right, hey, guys. Good fear for having his batch and just taking it from Max. Way to go, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, keeping me company during one of the uh, many hours I am here at the airport. The plane's supposed to arrive, so couldn't think right. of a better way to spend it. Appreciate it, guys. Oh yeah. Right. Hey, take care, guys. Thank you, James. Got you. Have a safe flight, Jimbo. And good night, Kareem. It was awesome. Thanks, guys. I guess.